0: Hey, everyone. This is Kristen Sandy Benton from The Chris and Sandy Show, and as you know, we do a segment called um, State of the Music Business, kind of like State of the Union, but all about the music business because we always interview artists, but a lot of people don't get to hear the business side of music. So we like once a week to bring in a, an executive from the business side of music and just to get their feedback on things, tell tell us what they do and all that. And just to talk music in general, where where it's been, where it's going, the good, the bad, and the ugly of music. Um, We want people to just come on here and just say what they feel. And last week we had a really good one with Jill Pavel. She said what she feels, and hopefully today we'll go like that again. Um, But today we got TJ and Jill from Nashville Entertainment Weekly. I've known them for a very short time, and from what I can see, they're really quality people we're doing great things for artists, and we so appreciate what they're doing. TJ and Jill, are you here?
1: Yes, we are right here. Hi. Thank you so
2: much for having us
1: today. No problem. Hi. We, we
0: love we love bringing um, the business side uh, because, again, many people just don't get to hear that side of it. And let's face it, if you're an artist and you don't understand the business side, you're going to be screwed anyway. <laughs>
3: That's true.
0: So let um, get a funny started. City. Yeah. <laughs> Go
1: ahead.
0: So yeah, tell us a little bit about who y'all are, what y'all do, what comp because I know y'all run more than one company. So it's, you know, kind of a little self promotion here. Just give it so that way everybody can get an idea of what is what it is y'all do in music.
1: Go ahead, Jill.
2: Yeah, so um, I think it all started, TJ and I, actually, we met in Nashville on the red carpet of the Nashville Film Festival, and um, he created a show called Nashville Entertainment Weekly, and it was on social media, and then I helped bring it to television, and it, it really launched us working together, and then we decided from our TV show, a lot of artists, They really wanted representation, and they were asking us, do you guys manage anybody? Can you help promote our our music? So we started our our management company, and then that transformed into a record label, and then that kind of went in the direction of PR because people just need different things. Like we were talking earlier about um, author Mark Grisham that we also represent, and he's under our PR company, and then of course we have artists, singer-songwriters that are under our record label and also our PR company so it really depends on the need but our TV show is, is where it all started and then of course TJ has his TJ Keeks Productions because he films and edits all of our TV shows and uh, all of our segments together and puts them on television and social media.
0: That's really awesome. It's really cool, Isn't it cool how you start in one area in business and and it just goes from one thing to the next to the next, and it just all falls in place.
1: Well, it's um, you know, everybody's got a different need, and, and everybody needs something different. So one of our first questions, when somebody wants to have a meeting with us, is like, how do you think we can help you out? Because it's mm-hmm. not, you know, some people need help with social media. Some people don't have music that they can have recorded. Some people have music written. They need it Saying, I mean, there's so many things that people need help with. Some people want a music video. Some people would like to become a CMA artist, Country Music Association. Some would like to be a, a Grammy nominated or, or voting member. Yeah. I mean, you never know what somebody wants. But somebody, some people just want help from the ground zero, and some people reach a level and they want to go up a couple levels. So we kind of call ourselves the mm-hmm. staircase because we take people up a couple steps. Yeah. We just we need to know yeah. what their needs are. It's not. It's never. It's hardly ever the same exact answer that they give us.
0: <laughs> that's true because you know when i look at like um i guess a couple weeks ago we interviewed joe kelly and we were talking yeah. and he was talking about a lot of people um people well, in the industry don't they, you know when when you're an outsider looking in you think that every musician is wanting to be the blake shelton the miranda mm-hmm. the Carrie, and he was telling me because that's just not true he says that there's a lot of artists and of course a lot of these artists won't get on a label because they don't want to be controlled well especially the big labels smaller labels a lot of times you have more flexibility but the big labels
3: mm-hmm.
0: and he says, he says he says i've got many artist friends that they're hustling but they control their schedule they, they control when and where and what they do they they sell enough merchandise to live he says they're he says they're profiting 100 hundred two hundred thousand a year and they are happy you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't convince them to make a million a year because they're like, you know what? I'm happy where I'm at. And he was like, a lot of people just don't get it. They think that you either going to be really poor or you're going to be really rich in music. And he says, with the tools that we have today with social media and the other tools, he says, there's no reason to have a middle, middle scale income now.
2: It's a great point. And it really is what you, what you make it and, and the work you put into it. And, and really networking is a big part of it. If you're, in a music city like Nashville, you definitely have a lot of resources here, but like TJ and I tell, a lot of our artists that aren't located in Nashville that work mm-hmm. with us, you know, we, we have artists that we represent in Florida, in Michigan, California, in, in Texas, all over the place. We just signed somebody that lives in New York, and um, a lot of our artists aren't here in Nashville, but we still, like TJ said, we give them the Nashville footprint because we can represent them and get them radio play out. Uh, mm-hmm. DJ can help put, you know, segments together for them and edit anything, you know, that they send us and we can do mm. here on a television show. We have a television show here in Nashville on um
1: it airs every single Sunday night. So yes the music We're able to channel. share some music videos. We, we I've shot some music videos that have been on CMT and I'm hosted at C M T but it's really exciting for some of the independent artists because nobody's playing their music videos. You know, yeah. so we actually play the music videos, and we get them on on um, out to like a million um, homes and viewers on Sunday nights. I mean, so we have all the famous of the famous people sit there, and we've had opera stars that watch our show DVR. And so we try to give them a footprint, like Jill said. That that's something we really try to do, especially if they're out of town. You know, working in a box factory and mm-hmm. playing music on the weekends, and they went and saved a thousand dollars and recorded music, and something else we do that nobody else really seems to care. Um, is we never take ownership of anybody's music. We we make sure mm-hmm. that it's licensed properly, that everybody's songwriters, everything's do properly. But that's one thing we do is we basically promote their music and rep- rep- promote their artistry. We never take ownership of somebody, and and that really means a lot that's to cool. people that they really stayed with. Oh, so that's long. great. It's, yeah, they're the talent. Yep. They're, you know, God gave them a talent, and they're going forward with it. We're just we're just helping them along <laughs> the way.
0: So, what do you think about this? I remember back in two thousand either fourteen or fifteen, we interviewed Brandon Maddox, and I remember advice he gave on our show back then. Um, he said, um, if you're an artist and you're planning on moving to Nashville, since you all live in Nashville, you'll know if this is. He says, "Don't move here until you build your local and regional base first. He says when you come to nashville you're going to be in, you're going feel intimidated." He says you will not. He says, every corner there's there's somebody that's probably better than you. <laughs> he says, if you build your base before you come to Nashville, you'll you'll be more solid. So that, while you're trying to make it in Nashville,
1: I think that's that's brilliant that he said that. And and um, we try to tell people, you know, they'll say, well, they, they so I'm not your grandmother. I don't love everything you do. <laughs> And some things that I think that you need to do, but um, yeah, you you've got to really realize that the best thing you can do for the first month, don't even get on a stage, just go around the singer songwriter lights and check the competition because it's fierce, man. Mm-hmm. And you've got to get a day job if you don't have money behind you. You got to get a day job, or you mm-hmm. all you can think about is just making it easy and going back home. But but yeah, what what he said, man, that was that was great advice. I love that. I may use that myself.
2: And even And you know, give
1: Brandon, of course, I'll give him credit for it. <laughs>
2: and you don't even have to live here Ashley. you can you know come here and play on stages definitely to help you get your CMA membership you know and just to get on some stages take pictures network with people that do live here and then you know talk to them about different venues that they play at so you can come back periodically Mm. and play on stages also but um like, like back to, you know, the artists that we represent, you know, some of them do come to Nashville periodically and we get them on stage and, and we film them for our TV show because we can definitely put our show on the road. And, and we've done that a lot of times before and go to different stages and, and um, listen to people and, and interview them. And, but you, you definitely don't have to live in Nashville to make a difference. So it, it really starts from where you live, and, and that was a really good point that he said, you know, building your base around where you come from, because a lot of places besides Nashville will actually help you play on stage and pay you to play on stage.
1: You know, some yeah. people buy – one thing about five five or six years ago, somebody would come to town with a million followers and a bunch of likes, twenty, thirty thousand 30,000 likes, and every time they post a picture – you know, or video, there's you know a million views. And,
3: and what happened with
1: the big record labels, they finally figured that one out really fast. It's like, okay, those lights can't buy albums. Those likes can't buy concert tickets. So that's something that we try to stress to people. They say, well, I'd look better if I had 20,000 likes on my page. I so said, we'll start working towards it. But, yeah, that, that that's something you've really got to get your base back home because that's the people that love you and follow you and are going to share and support you, and you're going to need that. In Nashville, you know, you can get lost in the shuffle. You can make it overnight. It happens every once yep. in a while, but almost every time, because somebody's somebody's got some money behind them. We see so much beautiful talent, and then they just mm. don't make it. It's so sad that we see yeah. it.
3: You know,
1: you can go out on any any given night and see twenty artists playing beautifully written music, beautifully played, and they look great. They sound great. You know, it, it's a Nashville's a tough city, but if they ever they ever make it here and they go back home, they're really going to go back a champion.
0: And, and you know, um to add to that point, I can tell you, I think one reason why a lot of people don't make it um I remember we we interviewed in two thousand fifteen Allison Steele from Two Still girls,
3: yeah,
0: and the advice she gave now granted, she's went a different route now i still hope that the day comes she goes back to music. I really do, um because her and her daughter were awesome with two Steel girls yeah um. Really great friends of ours But she gave, really, she gave it a, And she said because um, One of my questions I always ask artists Is, is um, what advice Would you give the next person trying to make it And she says Well we're full time She goes this is going to sound funny Coming from us that we're full time She goes but if your heart Will allow you to do anything else Besides music Don't go full time Just go do that and keep, and keep music as a hobby. He says, you do not want to go full-time if your heart will allow you to do something else. Because he said, she, talked about the, she was talking about the sacrifices. You've got to make the, the body sacrifices, the way you've got to eat different. You, you, you can be upset, but when you get on that stage, you've got to act mm-hmm. like you're not upset. You become an actor. Mm-hmm. You become, you know, she goes, it, it becomes drudgery sometimes. Said, she goes, and she was like, man, she goes, it's a passion. I love this. But there are days I do not want to get on that stage. And But I, I have no choice to get up there, and maybe there's a song they want sung that really I hate right now because of my mm-hmm. situation, but mm-hmm. I have to sing it anyway because they, that's what they want. So she said, if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, then go do that. She goes, but if your heart won't allow that, then if you're going to do music, then either, then go all in. And i've', all, is, I've never is, forgotten dallas is not performing right
1: now you said she' she's take a break
0: <clears throat> well um her and um she, she's went through some situation- i think she's gotten burned a little bit and so they take you know and she's she's in the a lot of the health stuff she, i think her and the guy she's with now they started a health fitness business yeah
3: and mm-hmm. that's kind
0: of the and that's the route that she's going right now, and like I said you know. <laughs> I still believe music is still in her. I still believe that. Cuz you can I really tell enjoy sometimes. This. You know, oh yeah, we they I in fact Allison was one of the first ones that ever gave me a chance. I, I remember back in she 2014 was. um before that Sandy and I was wanting to write songs together and stuff, but we couldn't mm-hmm. do the music side, so I knew I'd have to connect with up and coming artists cuz you you know, you, if you just like write lyrics, you can forget connecting with a big artist to help you there. But I knew that we could maybe find somebody who's not good at lyrics, but you know, and but really good at the music side. So I thought, well, at least so I started adding a lot of music music people in 2013, 2014. We launched New Country Buzz for the first time, and uh-huh. I remember posting on Facebook that um, what we're looking to do with it and interview people, and Allison Still was the um, actually comment on my thread and says, um, what do you need? I'll, I got your back. And That's she was right. the very first artist that we ever interviewed. Cool. <laughs> so I thought that, and, and, and back before we, and again, we did shut um, new country buzz down back in 2015. But before we shut it down, one cool interview that we got to do was we got, we did get to interview Kelsey ballerini. But I still I, love that.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. Cause,
0: cause I'm not watching that important. now. I, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and it's funny cause I, you know, one of the questions I asked people all the time was where do you see yourself in five years? And I, and I word it in a way where if you had a magic wand and what you're about to say will come true, where do you want to be in five years? And the reason I ask it that way is because I asked Kelsey Ballerini where she, where, you know, where she would like to be in five years. And this February the 11th was the five-year anniversary of us interviewing her, really? and she's almost to a almost almost living that full thing. What, you know everything she said except for the of um, being a headliner at arenas. Everything else
3: mm-hmm. came true,
0: and we know she's like really close to that too.
2: That's so exciting
0: it's, for her. <laughs> so uh, I still quite cool that you know. And of course, there are other people that we've interviewed that I know eventually um, will become big. And, and the ones that we're interviewing, I mean, again, you know, it's really awesome getting back into all this because we've interviewed 25 people now. I guess you'll be the 26th since um, the oh. beginning of the year.
3: <laughs>
0: so I thought that, you know, so we, you well, know, we come back with a gung ho here.
3: <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> so, y'all been in Nashville for how long?
2: I've lived here for 10
1: years, almost. I've lived here for six. I've been here six years. We've got a house at Rock Music Row in Nashville downtown, oh, wow. which gets us down where we need to be at the studios. And we keep a studio in Berry Hill, and uh, we get down to, like, the red carpet. We've got right invited to some music events. We're, like, 10 minutes from the Broadway. Um, oh, wow. With, um, 15 from the Hockey Talks, and uh, which we never see those as much as I thought yeah.
3: I would First, moved here with
1: it's kind of like moving to New Orleans. You just don't do it quite as much anymore once you start learning the wonderful little places to go and the things that we cover. But, yeah, I, I moved here, and then I was working for HBO in Memphis and uh, working for Fox News. And then I came here, and then I started. Um, the, I was in a movie. I was in a movie with Aureliota, and I got they were gonna premiere that movie and they're also premiering the Glenn Campbell documentary.
3: So that's when I started
1: the company. I was working with T M Z at that point and then I turned down my contract and then the night of the film festival, uh Got my credentials and they asked for the name of a company and I said National Entertainment Weekly and they gave me my lanyard and then that night I met Jill and we started working together on some films. And, wow. Yeah, so we started working together. I was shooting some short films and she was helping me and she was really organized and our work ethic was really extremely strong. So we mm-hmm. um, we finally started working together as a couple a year later, and, um, yeah, it really worked out, man. So, you know, we're always available for our people. We take texts and phone calls seven days a week, you know, and and we always try to be here for them because you never know. Somebody gets invited to go up on stage or somebody's got a chance to do an interview or something big. Mm. We call them them, um, entertainment emergencies, and and we're always available (laughs) for the people. Man, it it, it takes one one quick little, you know, leap. For somebody, and that can be their big break, and we always want to be there to support them because sometimes sometimes yeah. you can't get a hold sure. of a radio station if you don't have a record label. So we'll give them. Mm-hmm. We started a record label, and then the PR to get to get interviewed on television and to get in magazines. Jill was smart enough to start the PR company. So, and we we turn over our production. You know, we joke about us. So we'll. The production department just turned over your footage, and you got it ready to go, and she'll give me some things to do, and then we do our weekly TV show.
2: Our production department is TJ. I came back from
1: um, <laughs> a meeting with Tyler Perry for Mark Grisham's <laughs> script. We're getting now, we're getting offers in on his movie now, and um, we were meeting with Tyler Perry's people. They came to my studio yesterday, and then I get home. We put together the television show, and then we actually um, were talking – to some more people, I need to go over everything that I've been doing with Jill. So it's funny. We, we separate in the house so we can get things done or in the office. And then we come back and find each other three or four hours later and kind of give an update on what we accomplished.
3: It's constant. We try to be it's available. we a lot of fun.
1: We, don't, we don't hire interns. Yeah. We don't allow it's anybody all to do our work. It's yeah. us. Like you two. I mean, you get it done. And yeah. you go to bed, yep. your job got done. Right. You don't have to rely <laughs> yep, on somebody
3: yep. else
0: and you know mm-hmm. so, so many people we we've been 17 years married and uh, um it, it'll be 18 October and people yeah. always cuz we we always tell people that that you know we've been a 24/7 couple since the day we married with the with the exception of maybe 2000 hours when you got a little bit little bit here and there where I would have to go somewhere but but really really few times so pretty much 24/7 couple the whole time people are always like how do y'all do that? And and we're like, how do you stay away from each other for 60 hours a week?
3: Right. <laughs> <I>, yeah.
0: <laughs> we love it. <laughs> and, uh, and we work we, well we together. Can, uh, but... We can't imagine any other way because, again, I married mm-hmm. her to be with her, not to be apart 60, 70, 80 hours away. I mean,
3: mm-hmm. it,
0: it, it's really tough out there with marriage anyway with all the different stuff with uh, with all the distractions out there, and then you're going to work mm-hmm. sixty plus hours a week apart from each other. Right. I mean, it's rough.
2: And traffic, yeah, all that stuff. Oh
1: yeah. Especially huh? that. How that traffic. Doing this radio uh, together. Do, do what? What would you be? What would you be doing? You sound like you're really creative. I was just curious what you think y'all would be doing together because you obviously would be working together on something.
0: <laughs> well, we've tried, you know, <laughs> we've done so many different things. We've we have, of, I mean,
3: We've done a ton I mean, of different things in the past 17 years. Uh, we, we've
0: uh, we've done probably 30 different MLM businesses. Uh, some we have made a little money some it crashed.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I mean, we've had teams of people where we'd had two, three, four thousand 4,000 people in our team and the whole company crashes.
3: I've got <laughs> stories galore, <laughs> lore.
0: And um where it's like every it's like in it's and Sandy and I we laugh, but we cry too, because it's like it's yeah. like, no matter what we're building, we get to a point and then it falls mm-hmm. apart and and it but with the music stuff, it's been different it's you know because um country music has been sandy's passion all her life.
2: oh yes, yeah, since I was <laughs> a little girl always, always loved it.
0: now in the nineties, I was a closet. Country fan. My my people were were hip hop and rap. We were in the you know we were in the the Easy E and all that type of rap back then. And yeah. so I couldn't come out and say, oh, I like country music. <laughs> you know, but I did. Well, you know, I've always had I think a, that was a in the 90s? yeah in the in the nineties.
1: So like Brooks and Dunn and um, Shana it,
3: Twain. Boy, know, that, boy, all of
0: yeah. them, yeah, and Garth and George, George and all of them oh, yeah. have got me really hooked on country mm-hmm. music. And, yeah. and, but she's always loved music, and I knew this. And I remember when we, you know, when we first met, I was so brainwashed to that. I was one of those people that you had to listen to, audio. if you're in a car, you had to have audio tapes going, um, or you weren't serious about any business you were doing. Basically, I I was running a uh, automobile university, you could say um, she. So we get married, and she's got a love affair with music. And I do. This yes. ain't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this ain't. Working. And I'm like,
3: this is not gonna work. <laughs> what kind <laughs> of music do uh, you like? Oh, me, I, I. I yeah. I loved uh, pop music a lot when I was really younger, but around the age of <clears throat> twelve, I really got into country music. So some soft rock, pop, a, a little bit of uh, the metal bands and all that back then, but but not too much. But really started loving country at age twelve and have ever since. And That's and good. she could you, write, you... and and again,
0: yeah, go
1: ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. I'll, I'm just always curious and. Just what you yeah. know. they always I've heard so many big famous people that we've interviewed and they all talk about it's the music that your parents play around the house when you're a little kid. You know, when you before you're like seven or eight, that's always a big interest. Right. That was, that was true.
3: And my parents loved bluegrass music. I can tell you their favorite type was gospel songs and bluegrass. So of course
2: I heard oh. some of that and and now I have more of an appreciation for that now than I did when I
1: was younger. Of course I had to be yeah, opposite in them. you gotta get get older to really appreciate the charm of blue brass right most definitely
0: and it was like um so we're sitting there and this you know i always knew that she loved to write and she was really good so in 2013 i was like um you know what she's even though everything we've done is crash, and we do this and we'd make money. We, again, cause we did everything with the mm-hmm. sea afloat. We'd make money and we'd make money. Yeah. We'd we did money. advertising businesses,
3: <laughs> this and that. Yeah. Just
2: and, side
0: gigs, <laughs>
1: anything to keep going.
0: Yep. So in 2013, I told Sandy, I was like, well, you've always followed me with my dreams and made them your own. Let's write together and see if we can follow your dream. And that's really what started this whole process of the whole music for me. Uh-oh. And, and, so we started that in 2013 and 2014. New Country Buzz got launched, and then 2015 it was. Gr- I mean, we were running about twenty, thirty thousand um, a month visitors at that point. That's. I mean, we, we're doing that now, but back then it was really, really good. You know, and mm-hmm. back in that, you know.
3: Exactly.
0: And, and then um, we had like four thousand Facebook fans, and you know, and and all that back then. And that, again, back then that was really good. And oh um, yeah. Because even Kelsey, she had 5,000 fans. So we were almost up with Kelsey at that point.
1: And, and um, mm-hmm. don't, be a, <laughs> and don't be sad, but she may have passed
3: us all. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> she definitely has. But, yes.
0: <laughs> but we, life happens, as you know. So we end up shutting it down in 2015 for personal reasons. And But every six months or so, and, and we shut it down so much, I even let go of the, of the name NewCountryBuzz.com. I completely let it go. But every six months, I kinda would go to GoDaddy and see if somebody's bought it, and nope, still available six months later, up oh, nope still available so in of October two thousand eighteen, I remember I told sandy i said um i i i i have this piece in my heart missing uh, because she's the one that pushed me to care I mean she that made me fall in love <laughs> with all this <laughs> you know and and um so I was like. I think we need to relaunch New Country Buzz and, and finish what we started.
3: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and she said, "Let's do it." And again, New Country Buzz led to a few other things, and then led to the Chris and Sandy Show, which then now led to state of the music business. And I would love for th- this call to be a conference one day because I got you know a few people I talked to said there's really not any place platform where, where executives can get up there and really just tell the truth (laughs) about the good, the bad, and the ugly of the industry and have artists and anybody in it to come to the conference. And we thought, well, maybe one day if these calls go pretty good, we can do a state of the music business conference. So that's kind of an ideal for down the road. And we're seeing how they go. And again, so far everybody's been so great um, each week and, you know, y'all been great so far and, you know, because the goal is not to be what an
3: interview.
1: So the far goal far, to be a like conversation. So far, you
3: know you've been great. I'm just saying you you've been great so far. Like, oh, <laughs> <"Well>, <laughs> I've got, don't worry, I
0: got confidence in y'all. Y'all going to be great, though. Okay.
3: I mean, oh, yeah. mutual, mutual confidence, mutual respect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So far, i got respect
0: for you too, so. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate and, it. <laughs> okay.
3: And we will always do
0: our best. You know, again, there's one thing that, and, and most people don't agree with me on this. Even some executives don't agree with me on this, but I don't care. Um, there's one thing that we want to do, but we don't have the money to do it yet, and I'm not doing it until we do. <laughs> and we want to eventually do an online radio show where we play the up-and-coming country artists songs on air. And of course, in between songs, Cindy and I will talk and do like a little talk show with music, you know, kind of like a Bobby Bones show or Ty Bentley show, but I won't do it until we can become members of BMI, um, ASCAP and all that, because I get that they deserve to be paid. If if you're going to run a show with music, they deserve, I, I get flack for this. Because I've got people mm-hmm. saying they don't need to be paid; they're up and coming artists.
3: You but know, we you're respect just, just, those just,
0: artists. And, and and I get frustrated because even some of the artists are like, "Oh, I don't mind." I'm like, "But you're hurting the situation." Because I mm-hmm. believe that if you're going to do a radio show, that's now granted. When I interview people, I, I play one or two songs for You know, that that's different. What I'm talking about is a full fledged radio show where you play nothing but mostly music. So that people can get familiar with, that's where I'm coming from. And I feel like if you're going to do that, you need to do it right. You need to do it with integrity. And to me, and again, I'm the lone ranger on this, but to me, it's not doing it right unless you do it, unless you are members of them so that you can do it the right way. It's just my opinion.
3: Very nice.
0: And like I said, a lot of people don't agree with that, (laughs) that philosophy. But a lot of you know, I know Joe Kelly when we talked about he he 100% agrees with it because again, these you know it's funny people when people tell me well you know up and coming artists don't need to be paid because they're just up and coming and all that and I'm like because I ask them so what you're telling me is if you was to play Blake Shelton stuff you're okay with paying him he's got mega bucks but. Susie over here. You play her stuff. She's a struggling artist, but it's okay, right? And and again, different people have different opinions on it. I mean, I, I mean, I get it that the, some of them shows are helping out by allowing people to hear their stuff, but to me, they. I don't, what I don't want is five years down the road. We have a big TV show. Of a big radio show. New Country Media is a big conglomerate, and then people can come to me and say, you know what? You might be big now, but when you started, you made your money off the backs of these artists. I don't want to – I can't live with myself if I have to if – if that's the, the end result. So I have right. to do it a certain way. Because it's, it's, it's my – again, people don't have to believe like me, but I, I just believe that artists, if you're playing it like a radio show, should be paid.
3: Oh, yeah. and I, I think
2: to that point, too, um, and I, I don't know if you know a lot about Nashville and, and stages that people play on, most of the times artists don't get paid. And, oh, I know. And, I don't, and some are paid you to that. play.
0: That's That really makes me mad.
2: Well, I, I really believe that artists – you know, especially when you're trying to do it full-time, like you had mentioned that some artists, they really want to do this full-time. Um, I'm from California, and I'm I'm, really? a industry, oh, um, I'm a part of the acting industry, you know. I'm a part of the acting industry. You know, in California, you really get paid for, you know, being an actor, and even when you're an artist, <laughs> I'm, I'm not an artist, but artists get paid to play on stage, so mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very sad when you, um, when you want to do this full-time, and and you come to Nashville thinking, you know, I'm, I'm really going to do this as a career. But then you come here and we have several universities that live off of their parents' credit cards, you know, that are
3: mm-hmm. big
2: money universities. And these kids, you know, they will play on stage for free because they already have the money to, you know, yeah. they don't have to work out doing it for a living. They just do it for fun. And then, of course, they want to make a career of it because they're in, you know, music business school mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. you know they have luxury of you know their parents credit cards so so you sure. have all of these that were inundated with all these students and they're wonderful I love them they're great but you know mm-hmm. when you're here as a musician you're like oh my gosh you know they're these people are really talented and they really don't have to struggle so it's like we're just saturated with musicians here so unfortunately because of that you know a lot of people don't get to get paid to play on stage, and that, that's very sad. And sometimes, you know, they'll get a, they'll get to put out a tip jar, but I yeah. really think that artists should be compensated mm-hmm.
1: better for playing well, on if stage. Well, if a bar is still in the peers, and they're doing that, they really need to pay the performers, and right. we, we, we strongly believe that. Oh, yeah. I'm a BMI songwriter, yeah. and and Jill, that's one of the first things that she does is she gets them to join a union, you know, CSAC or BM, bmi or whatever fits them mm-hmm. the best and then we get their music license when they get it recorded and some of them will go record music in the studio that they don't even have license but they're out there trying to sell so i mean they're going to get flagged and really in some some issues with some of the people if they get their music played and they don't have the license properly because it starts with a songwriter the songwriter mm-hmm. starts to and then you've got the person doing the um the composer, or something and then you've got the singer, and then you've got the the drummer and you know they can be yeah. session or they can be part of the band. So you really gotta make sure that it's done properly man, and, and that's how they're yeah. gonna get made from small, from lower level up to the big people. You know, I know that mm-hmm. they passed the law last year and it was John Rich and Kid Rock and they're up in Washington and I actually posted on our YouTube the um, when they got it when they got it passed and, it, and Kid Rock was kind of cool about it. He said, "You know, this isn't really going to affect people at our level, but it's going to affect the people at the lower level to make sure exactly. everybody's going to get paid. If your if your song gets picked up on Pandora, Spotify, something like that, and it gets streamed, the pay you might not get paid a lot, but you're going to get paid something. Those days of yeah. just playing people's music out yeah. there freely, those cowboy days, those are over, man. So I'm glad because yeah, I remember." Because I remember
0: that Brandon Maddox, Maddox, that was another thing that he said was problem with Nashville. He, when he said, "Before you come to Nashville, also, he says, don't think you're going to get on stage and get paid. He says, in your right. local area, you're going to get paid.
3: Exactly. So you're going to come
0: here. You're going to come here thinking, okay, you know, I'm making whatever I'm making regionally where I live." You come to Nashville, you think, okay, if I'm making that where I'm living, I could probably double it in Nashville. is it's a no, you
1: won't get none. I wish that was true. Yeah, that would be But fun. the good thing about it, you can make your money and come to Nashville, and you can really plan your trip. Don't just get off the bus and, and go play some places. <laughs> You can actually plan because mm-hmm. you can't be seen by the people that matter, and you can let them know. And you can now at live streaming on uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can capture your performance, and then you can start using that as content on your website and your social media. And whenever people start researching you because they don't go out as much to go to, to singer-songwriter nights, the big labels don't they'll sit there and they'll just start going through the social media and they'll have interns looking for them. And when they find what they're looking for, they're going to find it. So we we try to bed people, if you're going to go play on stage, get your phone, turn it sideways, shoot a live video, capture it, and uh, do your mm-hmm. best performance. Make sure you're not we're, – we're so well, – I was a ball coach forever, baseball, and, you know, I'm all about don't drink, don't act don't mm-hmm. like an idiot. If you're on stage, act like you're playing at the Bridgestone. Act like you're playing at yeah. Bluebird. Act like you're playing at the mm-hmm. Rabbit. It's a business. Don't treat it like it's a hobby and you're out with your buddies. Get up there and treat it like a business. Record it and use that for content.
2: And dress professionally. Dress
1: professionally, man. Dress
2: the part because (laughs) taking pictures while you're there, establishing that Mm -hmm. you're there on stage, even, you know, when you're filming a video, dress like you've already made it.
1: And I mean, yeah. if you're gonna when you're when you're is up and you played with three or four other people with their songs, don't just get your guitar case and go home and don 't go to the bar and get a drink. Go out there and network and go see who is out there Amen. who can you network and who's similar and how did, did you hear my song? What did you think of my song? Get the feedback whether mm. it good or bad and next time you're on the stage, tweak it man we we we're you know we keep about twelve to eighteen people at a time, and sometimes people don't want to put in the work because
3: we're a yeah. little bit tough on them.
1: We're not going to just say, oh, everything's great. Thank you for your payment. I mean, we're going to tell them, and we have a clause that if they're not putting the work in and, and their addictions and distractions are between them and their dream, then we, we can't help them. If we want it more than they want it, then they're with the wrong people. They can go down the road and give somebody the money. You're the second person that said that last week Jill Powell
0: said the exact same thing. Yeah, Jill's a good thing. girl. We like Jill a lot. <laughs> she, she, she said, she goes, if they're not going to run as hard as I run, they're not on my team. Yeah. She
1: works um, <laughs> really hard. And she's got an excellent reputation. And I've known Jill for about five or six years, Jill Powell. So, yeah, I'm wow. not surprised she said that. Yeah.
0: Now, how, you know, as you know, when I think, you know, Cindy and I, we've been in a lot of different industries. So we've seen it all, the good, the bad, the ugly of mm-hmm. every industry we've ever been in. But one thing I've noticed about music, it seems to have more scam artists than any other industry I know of.
1: How it's not licensed through the state. I would like to see the music industry, if you're taking <laughs> money. It's one of, the, one of the biggest, it's probably the biggest, money-making um, industry out there, but it's not regulated through the state to the Secretary of State. I'm a licensed real estate agent. And to go mm-hmm. sell somebody a house, you have to be mm-hmm. licensed. You have to be insured with errors with and omissions. And I've been licensed for over 20 years. Zero ethics complaints and continued mm. education. Why it's not regulated by the state government? I have no idea. You have nowhere, if you have a complaint with somebody, basically mm. somebody takes, somebody was working with us. They paid a company down in Franklin, was it eighteen or $20,000? They never got the first residual check. They couldn't get them on the phone, but they were signed with the label, and um, they should be able to bring them up <laughs> to a board. There should be like a regular. Where you board, and there's just not. I mean, there's, there's BMI and CSAC, and they're going to watch out their music gets played. That's going to happen. But just to have it regulated through the state, I can't imagine that somebody that cuts your freaking hair has to have a license, but somebody that's going to take thousands, of, hundreds of thousands of dollars from people.
2: Well, even this, this company. And they're be-
1: driving Ferraris and Lamborghinis and Bentleys. But all of a sudden somebody didn't make any money with their music. I don't understand that. This company that you're talking about in Franklin. No, I'm not talking about a specific company. Oh, I was talking about the general. Okay. Hold on, hold now. I wouldn't say main. I'm just talking about experiences and hard stories in regard. I would like it regulated through the Tennessee Secretary of State and everybody mm-hmm. has to qualify and do a background mm-hmm. check and go and tell what what you're doing, and, and you get a license. And if you lose that license, guess what? You can't run a record label. You can't manage yeah. artists. Anymore.
2: And also, you have to make sure that the artists are actually putting their names. When you fill out BMI, it's, it's not the record mm-hmm. label that's
1: putting their mm-hmm. names. And yeah. we've heard that people... Do that too. When Jill uploads music to iTunes and aggregators and and all that, she puts it mm. everything even uh, even the checking account number. It actually goes directly to the artist if they're not working with us yeah, in five well, years. They got everything. Man. So many so many labels they intercept it. Man, there's so many things. So a Taylor so, a Taylor so Taylor Swift
0: with. would never happen under y'all.
1: <laughs> I had um, Rick Martin. Taylor Swift the situation. Well, I don't know that the. I right, I'm not going to get into that. But she made 189 million last year, and she's yeah, she's doing so good. So she's okay. Yeah. I'll make 189 million. I won't blame anybody for it. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that was,
0: <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> something. I'll, I'll be honest. One of the things that yeah. that I feel, and this is in my heart, I feel that Taylor, but there are parts I don't like. I mean, I think that's with every artist, though. But I, I, I feel like And, again, I could be totally misjudging. Maybe one day I can meet her and I can talk to her. But I feel like she used country music. She knew pop wouldn't accept her at the beginning. She knew she had all the contacts in country. She knew one day she would go pop. She got big, and then she left country. And that's that's just my opinion. You know, I, know, I, I like Taylor. I love her music. I think she's a great songwriter. And like you said, 180 million dollars. I mean,
1: <laughs> she seems very irritated. But I mean, I think she's I think she's really smart with the business. She's extremely really smart, successful. Though. But um, she seems to be she complains a lot. And I, I believe, as a Christian value, I believe you've got to have a grateful heart. You know, if you if, yeah. if you've been having things, mm-hmm. you don't talk. To, we all go through bad bad things in our life. But you can consume your day with talking about the bad things, or you can concentrate on things for the blessings and, and move forward. Amen. But, you know, she's got the money, and I don't. Yeah. Um, so money makes her, <laughs> her better, and she has the talent, and I don't. So. You,
3: know what,
2: you know what I have to say about Taylor? I think she's awesome. And I loved her when she was country, and I love her when she's pop and everything in between. she She's a great, great music, man. I think she's great. Yeah, and she's I think great. She, she's oh, yeah, really I love hard. her music. She's a really hard I love worker. her music. I, 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 I think,
0: think
1: she's, she's a great, great. music. What do y'all think I, I think about Blake she's Shelton. a great writer. Do what? What do y'all think about Blake Shelton, the Pitbulls' new music video? Have you seen it? I don't
3: know. Have I have not Googler. seen it yet. Oh well, check that be out. You should it the
1: privacy of your own home. It was on the
2: it was on the Valentine's Day.
1: Uh, what was it? <laughs> it was airing Sunday Sunday morning. We watched Valentine's um, Day
3: weekend. We
1: watched. I, have to, I always like MC. to go see what's what's playing, you know, because Nickelodeon yeah. has an extremely good uh, music video series yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> they do. So that that's more of the pop mm-hmm. music. And uh, Ben and Shay and Justin Bieber, they have a new a new um, music yeah, they, video that's. CMT. We've, oh, yeah, We've seen that one. Oh and I like that it. One. I yes, collab- it. I love the
0: collab. I love the collaborations of people. Yeah. Again, I'm not the one. Of the, I'm definitely is- not one of these people that say, "Oh, you, it's got to be like Johnny Cash." I mean, I get so. I'll be honest. You know, I mean, my 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 name is called New Country Media for a reason. I named it that because mm-hmm. I I like the new country and old country, and I think yeah. the well, combo of it is great. Mm-hmm. And and, and you know we watched that whole eight-hour series. Yeah, um,
3: wasn't great. Of the cucumber. country music. Oh, oh yeah, awesome. the eight-part series. But I learned. So
0: I learned that really every generation, every generation feels the same way apparently because the you know Thank today's you. heroes, the Johnny Cashes, the Murals, um, were yesterday's evil people. I thought that yeah. was interesting. <laughs> That back when Johnny mm-hmm. Cash and all of that crew was coming up during his heyday, that people were saying, Oh, we got to save country music. And they're still saying, We got to save country music. And I'm just like,
1: what I'm like, forever. Even the parents in the 50s, they thought the 50s music, the pop music was bad. And Elvis right. and that was <laughs> the sweet stuff. So it's just <laughs> a generation thing. Those crazy kids. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't grow up
2: with Music. I'm. I'm from the West Coast, so I didn't. you California, right? Yeah, I didn't grow up with country music at <laughs> all. Um, so when I moved here, I was just like, I still don't like it. But um, when I when I started working with National Entertainment Weekly, you know, TJ really introduced me to um, different mm-hmm. artists, and I was like, you know, okay. Yeah. So I especially because we started working with with country artists and and you know we do work mm-hmm. with pop artists, Americana artists and Christian artists too mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I becoming friends with these people and and listening to their stories and and learning you know just where they come from and how it all got put together it just you know I I started loving it so and oh, with wow. all this new, my point uh, with all this new pop country coming out and especially because you know sometimes it's, people get going away well. Sometimes people get irritated, <laughs> with like the, the beach videos, and you know, like people say, "Well, well that's not country because that's not. Team like,
1: based out of California
2: now. Everything's right.
1: shot in the desert. For the but so that
2: see that relates to me because I'm from you know California, so I'm used to beaches. <laughs> like I grew up 20 minutes from the coast, so like when you see something that kind of relates to you, oh, I think goodness. I think they really try to reach a broader audience. You know, so. It's,
1: mm-hmm.
3: For me, it
2: makes more sense. Yeah, I the think Ken Burns are
1: great. The Ken Burns thing was really interesting when they were talking about the uh, Rhyming, which were just right down the street from the Rhyming, you know, just not mm-hmm. that many blocks over and mm-hmm. how it was just kinda dying off and and it was they really needed to revive it and then they were gonna stop mm-hmm. calling it Country Western and they started the C M A foundation. Day and they they put a lady in charge, and they wanted to get rid of the western because that made it mm-hmm. seem old time. And country was new. And I love classic country, but I, I like new artists too. And I I'll, I'll find yeah. one that I really like. Um, so I, I like it. I like all music, yeah. but they, I, it's exciting hear. for us that Ken Burns documentary to see how many people were in that documentary that we've had on our show. That's exciting. I get really excited. Jill will say, "What about this person? Do you want to try to interview them?" Like, heck yeah, man. Well, they really come to
3: yeah. us. Yeah, it's going to so much
1: <laughs> so so And I'll go, I've got albums that I had in the 70s and 80s. And if I don't have them, there's a really good record shop over on Charlotte Avenue. And I'll jet over there. And for a dollar, you can buy pretty much any album. And I'll take that album with us. We had Lee Greenwood in there a few months ago. And I had mm-hmm. one of his albums already. And I said, Hey, man, do you mind signing this? I said, It's not going to eBay. <laughs> it's going on the wall. And he's like, I don't even have this one. I didn't, I didn't know this I said, Take it home with you. He's like, no, I want to take your album. Like that would be kind of cool. So I end up giving it to my mom because she saw him in concert in 1980. So I get excited probably because I come from the south. So it's fun to work with Jill.
3: Yeah, Jill
1: introduces me to some people I didn't know about.
3: Yeah, I
2: still don't listen to country on Pandora, but (laughs) um, with all these collaborations, I think I'm closer to it. But um, oh wow. like, interviewing the people you that,
1: respect the stories oh, they have? of course,
2: yeah, interviewing all of these country stars, it's, it's amazing, and it's a, it's a big part of what we do, and, and why we do what we do, because, you know, we're here in Nashville, and, and it is a lot of, you know, the, the Southern, like, a lot of artists from Alabama come up to see us, and, and all around mm-hmm. the world, actually, just to be on our show, on our TV show, and it's, it's wonderful to hear their stories and, and hear where they come from and what inspired them. And, and like TJ said, the music that they grew up with, and it's, it's incredible to to listen to all of these different styles of music.
1: Yeah. Cause I
0: mean, that's one of the reasons why we're, we launched, you know, the whole new country buzz ideal was to help the up and coming artists, right. but the, and, and cause nobody, cause you know, there's not much money there. And I think that's, you know, all the big media companies don't try to do anything for up and coming because you know if you if you do a post about blake shelton you're going to get a thousand you can get thousands of shares you do a a post about an up and coming you get a few shares and you know and i think that's why the big media companies don't do anything within the up and coming so that's so we trying to fill the fill the gap there and we've got and then with the whole christmas Sandy show it's like you know what how can we be different what 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 is everybody else in the podcast interview world doing in in uh, up and coming music that i think they're not what are they missing and one thing i noticed was the stories aren't being told i mean yeah they're they're you know, and again most of these most of the other shows they have like 15 minutes so of course you can't tell a story in 15 minutes you know and they, and they have to do back to back to back to back artists so, of course, they can't do an hour show, hour and a half show. So I thought, there's our niche. There's where we'll be different. Now, granted, us being a married couple makes us different running a show. You know, but very, there's very few of that. But I wanted to be more different. So that was where the whole idea of the Chris and Sandy show came. It was like, you know what? We're going to allow these people to tell the raw stories, not just their, um, not just the good and not just the bad, but tell us some of the ugly, too. And as you all know, a few of you, yeah, in fact, some of y'all's artists has gotten heavier than anything we've had on our show. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> like who? who are you talking about? Carmen
0: Neal.
1: Carmen Neals. Oh, yeah, she's great.
0: That one That one was oh, yeah, probably my story. favorite interview of them all. Very emotional. I think she's some really change she got booked that really night, that day.
1: Too. She said she really mm-hmm. opened
0: up. Oh, well, well you, you, you know you're about to hear something when she's on the other line. And she's saying, okay, people who know me probably are about to be surprised. What are we about to come out here? <laughs> you know, and, uh, but that's, that's, what, that's what we want. We want the artist to be we, – we want to have a comfort place here. Because, again, I was t- – you know, I remember um, I think it was Steve, um, a guy named Steve out of Nashville, one of my friends. And he, he, he said, I, there's one piece of advice I would give you. Um, when you launch your show, and that's be authentic. This is no matter what you do, stay authentic, and the wrong people will le- won't listen, and the right people will love your show. And I've always remembered that because again, that's that's our whole point. Is I'm an emotional guy. I thrive on emotions, and I thrive on stories. I thrive. I want the raw story to come out, and you know. Cause I know that through stories is where we change lives. Oh yeah. And, and that's, and, and Carmen was just, I was like, after we got off, off the air, I told Cindy like, wow. You know, I was, you know, I was like, now that's what I'm, that's what I want right there. That's the kind of, now granted some, some artists give a, you know, sometimes I have to, Plug it through a little bit to try to get something Out of artists because not not all artists Want to share heavy Parts of their story so I I, I find a way to get In there a little bit And I do what I can To at least if nothing else I get The I get the Spice they have to make at least show that Side of it Um, but sometimes You get an artist like Carmen that just She just lets loose And you're like that right there Is what the show's about and I loved it.
2: And it also inspires people. I think people that overcome things in their life that maybe a lot of people would let that just define them or drag them down. They still create art and, and Carmen's music is beautiful. And I'm, I'm so glad that she's doing what she's doing because we actually, we, we were introduced to her by a, another radio friend of ours, Lester Durant, and in mm-hmm. um, his wife and, and their daughter, they, they were on our show um, recently, and, and they were here in, in Tennessee for an award that they were up for for their, their radio show. And um, they're great people, so we're really blessed to know Carmen and, and for her to work with us. TJ was actually a producer on America's Got Talent, and they love <laughs> – Oh, wow. He was helping – yeah, he was actually helping scout out different people that had stories, kind of like what you're saying, that had mm-hmm. – to tell them about better.
1: TJ. I, like, I like your version, <laughs> No, but everybody likes a story, and I think it's right. a great gift that you guys have is you make everybody feel really comfortable, and you, you let them know it's okay to open up because the story behind the music, you know, VH4, was it VH1 or MTV did a series like that. It was like behind the music, and for mm-hmm. me, that was really interesting to know. So good for you guys for, you know, making them feel comfortable, letting them know it's a good place to talk, and hopefully for the listeners. Thanks, everybody, for listening tonight, right. but um it, it's really good to let people know to kind of, that maybe you're going through a journey and they have a dream and they want to follow that dream and they're a little afraid mm-hmm. or somebody, of course, you're going to have critics. Exactly. The the world, has critics and, oh, yeah. and they basically just want you to sit back and not move forward with your dream because that makes it okay sure. for them to have any challenges or anything that they're going to go after in their life. So I think it's good that y'all have set this, set this up, man. I, I think it's really nice and I appreciate you taking the time and getting us on your show. Because you you can have a list a mile long if you just said we're looking for a radio guest. Yeah, well, we definitely appreciate y'all too, and
3: How like I said, did. that's
0: what the that's what the show's about um, is the story. Because again, like you said, what what my whole purpose behind the show itself, the stories, is I want people who are listening, like you just said, and this ain't about music. This is about life. The so where they're like, wow. They went through that and they're still chasing that dream. I can do, I can do what I'm dreaming to. Because, again, like one of my favorite, favorite people who's been on was Ava Page.
3: That yeah, girl, she was
1: that the best girl. We saw last year at the CMAs. She's yeah. a strong little girl.
0: Oh, yeah. Great yeah. Really.
1: 15 years yeah. old, going
0: through cancer. And, still, and And, you know, most people, <laughs> when they get cancer, they drop everything to fight the cancer. Not Ava. She bumped every – I mean, she's, she's a force to be reckoned with. She's still chasing that. I remember when we set the interview up with her, she was going to be on the very first show of ours. And she was excited about being the first show because she believes in us. We believe in her
3: yeah. and all
0: that. Please. And um, so she was really excited, and, and she's really excited that it's between chemo treatments.
3: Um, wow. So
0: she's like, oh, this is perfect. Well, the week before, she couldn't get chemo treatment because her numbers were low. So the next scheduled date was the day before the show. Her mom told me that Ava's plan, if she had to go in the hospital, because if she gets the chemo treatment, she, she'll, she has to be in the hospital for a few days. Ava's plan is if, if the day before she does get the chemo and, it, and, and she goes into the hospital, she was going to call into our show from her hospital room. Oh, my goodness. That's now, that's Commitment. Uh-huh. It is. That's passion. That's passion. Again, that that was why I wanted her on my show, because I wanted to see people. I don't care what you're going through. Look at this girl. She's 15. She's fighting this stupid, stupid disease that we all hate. Right. But she's not giving up her life. She's like, she's like you know what? I'm going to live my best life even with cancer.
2: And she and has really strong doing. parents. And I think, I think they really helped lift her up. They're there for her. When we were representing her a, a few years ago, they were always there, you know, in every performance of hers. And, you know, they're her biggest fans. And, and you really have to have a, a strong foundation. And I, especially at her age, I'm, I'm really glad that she has such wonderful parents. And, yeah. and you can tell how great she is mm-hmm. because of it.
0: And she was telling us how – and that's one thing I love about Nashville, even though I don't – We've never visited Nashville yet. We'll be visiting in the spring, but uh, even though we're planning on moving, it's funny people always tell to us um, when we say we're moving to Nashville soon, they're like, um, "So when's the last time you've been there?" Like we haven't. Well, how do you know you're gonna like it? I was like, "It don't matter whether we like it. That's where we're supposed to be. We know, you know, we know with everything that we're doing, we need to be there um, because again, you know, there are there are next steps that we want to take and. Nashville is it. We can visit and all that, and that's great. But we feel like, and then you know, with Lil Crispy and eight, Caitlin, eleven months old. There's so many opportunities that that are in Nashville that we don't have here. That that's for kids, so, you know, in film and all that. You know, with the connections we have, who knows? Right. You know, they could do something. You know, so
3: that's it's, right. So Absolutely. when we look at
0: this whole decision about moving to Nashville, it's more than just our our whole new country media ideal but we're also looking at film and and all that because again who knows what you know opportunity
3: we, you know maybe yeah. maybe god's
0: leading we live in savannah georgia
2: where
1: savannah georgia savannah
3: georgia, oh, savannah, georgia. Savannah,
0: georgia. Uh, and, and maybe god's leading us with new country media because who knows, one of our kids are supposed to be something big down the road that's going to – that New Country Media is going to help with the connections. I don't, I don't know. I just know that we feel like we're You've supposed never to a do New it, Country that's Media. That's
1: what they call it, say. You, you don't know, and all you can do is what you think you're supposed to be doing, and – and you try to you try to follow along, but that's the whole that's the whole idea of faith, you know.
2: And you have just to that you have to try something and see how it goes. You just never know until you yeah. try something or move somewhere and see how it's it's going to be. So yeah, you I'm know, our life has
0: been our life has been faith, like um back 17, uh, 18 years ago, we we actually met online. We met on February second oh. of of 2002 back and of course back then it was taboo it ain't like it is now <laughs> you know everybody's meeting nobody met back then people thought we were crazy but we met and like i tell people it was safer then than now because a lot of people are um all the scam artists didn't understand the internet back then they do now you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so they, you know you know so we met when it was probably the safest time but we met february 2nd of 2002 talked on the phone for the first time february 4th Um, here's the crazy part, February 18th, we set a wedding date. Now we ain't met in person yet. So we met in person March 4th of 2002. So we were basically meeting up to see who we were going to marry.
3: Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) And that's kind of like what we're doing with Nashville. We already know we're going to move there. We just now got to go visit to see what, where we're moving to.
2: Right. Yeah. And every Uh, city is different. Uh, around nashville there's so many great little cities like we love the city of franklin which is about Mm -hmm. 20 minutes from us they have Mm -hmm. an amazing farmer's market and we know a lot of the the local farmers there and and people that Mm -hmm. bake pie and and bake bread and and we're good friends with the person that does their social media and takes the pictures and, and we've gone there to um just you know, film our TV show and, and show what else is going on around Nashville. Because a lot of people that are, that come as tourists or that even live here don't know about different areas of you know of the Nashville area. So and um, yeah, there's there's so many great things about about Tennessee.
3: And a lot you of
0: know, here, I, I don't you want to take night. up too much more of y'all's time. I really enjoyed it. I could talk all night long. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> But what I'd like y'all to do is, you know, if 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 there's an artist that's listening to this and they're just really getting started, and let's say they played a couple shows, but they're pretty, you know, and let's say that they are good, you know, let let's just, yeah, of course, you know, a lot of there's a lot of people that think they're good, they're not. Let's say this person, they're good, they they just don't know what to do next. What advice from this point over the, for the next couple years would you would you say that they they should do to get them on the right path.
1: Just basic. <laughs> it's a lot of dead air. Um, man, I just think to make a plan. Don't expect it to happen overnight. And We're not trying to shoot anybody down, but I, I, I'm a big believer in studying. Um, I was talking mm-hmm. to the filmmaker today, the, the man we're writing the book, the Grisham film, and, and I was telling him about different things they did in movies That were like green screen and blue, and they didn't. Nobody knew that some of these things were filmed on stage. And I say Mm -hmm. go research, man. I study people that have made it, (laughs) people that are Mm -hmm. similar to me. I would see what they're doing. I think fan engagement, which is something Jill came up with, when somebody Mm -hmm. likes a picture of yours, thank them for liking it. If they follow you on, and this is something Rick Barker told me when he when he started managing uh, Taylor Swift. And um, in the very beginning of touring, you know, if somebody gives you a like on Instagram or Twitter, like them back. To me, there's nothing yeah. worse than somebody on Instagram mm-hmm. that has 2,000 people following you and they follow 150. You know, are you that big mm-hmm. that you can't just throw through some other stuff? And if somebody goes that you don't know, thanks you, or say, oh, what a great song, say thank you. Just be, you know, personally, I think you're going to get a lot more fan base and real people that actually show that you're doing the right thing if you have fan engagement with people. And then when the big labels start looking for somebody new, mm-hmm. that's what they're gonna look for. They want somebody without an attitude. Mm-hmm. I still think study. Mm-hmm. See who else is out there, who's doing something similar and network and see who you can work with. Networking but is very don't important. Don't just show up and expect that you're so you know, you're you're a big deal in Wyoming and you're gonna to come to Nashville and just step off the <laughs> bus and it's all gonna happen. I mean, be ready. They call it a seven year town. Sometimes they say 10 years, which is kind of ironic, because I'm going on 7, and Jill's going on 10. So. Yeah, really
0: think- Nashville's a 10-year city.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, man, it's it's, it's tough, but you can do it, and you can reach a certain level. Everybody doesn't have to be a Taylor Swift to make a good living and exactly. to tour, and to, get to go tour with somebody. You don't have to, you know, set your sights high. But I mean, expect that there might be a good. There's a lot of really good people making really good music and touring down in Australia or the tour over in England, and they're all based out of, of uh, Nashville right now. They're they're playing session musicians and they're backing up and they're touring with big names. And there's a lot of famous people that started out. You know, yeah, just for the people. Yeah, don't have much pride. So all of that pride, and and see where you can go, and that's that's all I do. Is. I just believe in studying somebody that's where where you want to be. You got to study everything mm-hmm. it is.
3: I mm-hmm. agree,
2: and definitely keep going with adding content to your pages, whether you're mm-hmm. on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you know, even having a having. Fan engagement on all those pages. If if you're going to create a page, have fan engagement Mm -hmm. because you might start off with five followers, you might grow to 10, 20, 1,000, and those people will want to see things from you. And if they like your page, if they follow your page, they'll want to see new things that you're doing because if you say, I'm an artist, please like my page, then you should take that seriously and keep on creating Mm -hmm. content for yourself. Keep, you know, just like a lot of people say, you know, just act like you've made it already and because a lot of people like i'm not a musician so before i came into this world of music i thought it was you know complete it's completely new it's fascinating right because you're not mm-hmm. doing it personally. so if somebody's out there playing on stage that's awesome like when i was in california you know growing up there i would always go and i would i would be excited to pay you know whatever 30 dollars to go hear a band like a small indie band like on stage And i would always mm-hmm. buy a seat. I would buy a t-shirt buy a sweater whatever because I you know like music was you you love music so you should Mm -hmm. always take it seriously like you know keep on putting stuff out there keep on getting your fans excited about what you're doing it's always important to add new content and and like TJ said get out there and network if you know you're out there playing on stage you know ask somebody you know hey can you like my page I'll like your page too like take pictures Mm -hmm. you know don't be afraid to network with people and and it's, it's we like the
1: selfie trick when you get Yeah, it's on always about making, you know, <laughs> relationships. Do a selfie with yeah. the crowd behind you tell everybody to go to your fan page and tag themselves. That's, I mean, there's a lot of of the that's, face. That's We also fun. tell people to stay away from politics or anything. Yep. You know, I know I made the thing about Blake Shelton and uh, Pitbull. I like Pitbull's music a lot. It makes me dance for no white guy. And I, I love yeah. Blake, and I've talked to Blake a couple times here in town. He's a real good guy. But I just you know, but they talk about selling out country, but every generation thinks that that country's being sold out, so I you know just just watch your watch your political stuff, watch what you're doing on stage, and if people it's so mm-hmm. funny to see artists that are just as good as somebody else, but somebody else is hearing themselves mm-hmm. in a professional manner, and those and they'll start being a leader, they'll have other artists trying to go to them if that sure. makes sense at all. Like, if you have two yeah. identical people, two Kelsey ballerinas, and then mm-hmm. one of them has a guitar case, she's dressed properly, her hair's done, she's not sitting there drinking a long neck, and she's not going to the patio to smoke, and then she's going out smiling and, and going around and saying hi to people to see who's in the crowd, and you start recognizing names at all these writer arounds. and if you have two mm-hmm. identical people, the one that's going to succeed is the one that's treating it like a business, and... Mm-hmm. That's something I would do. I always tell people the same things constantly. Treat it like a business, right? And you know, invest be, in yeah.
2: your merchandise. Invest in your team. That's going to help you along the way. Yeah. Very important because when you're on the when you're on the road, when you actually want to do like your radio tours, or you know, playing on stage tours, your merchandise is how you're going to make your money. So yeah. invest in a good yeah. team behind. you. Invest in merchandise. It's really important.
0: So what, what what advice would you give? Since of course, as you know, there are people like. Sandy and I, who are trying to go up the ladder on the business side of music, and I guess we're, you could say that we're almost following y'all's footsteps a little bit. What advice would you give, like us, on this path of moving forward?
1: Personally, I say if you say you're going to do something, do it. You know, we never, it's easy to get a bad name in a town like this because of so many people. What other city is there that you've got? 20 venues at nighttime and everybody's out there talking to each other. I mean, if you say you're going to do something, do it. And if you don't mm-hmm. think you can do something, don't promise until you get it set up. But um, well, what mm. we built, our reach group is, is uh, we kind of started, like when I moved here, I, I would go to songwriter nights in Memphis. We didn't have that. So I really enjoyed mm-hmm. hearing the music this little tidbits of talking about the music and then opening Mm -hmm. up and then listening just listening to what somebody's saying because everybody's got a different story no matter how similar they are we um Mm -hmm. get people you know some people have big rich groups and some people don't we we make sure before they come talk to us that they have a story to tell so we do a pre-interview with them through email Mm -hmm. and say you know just tell us your story tell us you know about what you're doing and you know, I don't want to hear that you love Hank Williams and your grandpa did this and all that. We really want to hear the story. And I guess I learned that from
3: America's yeah. Got
1: Talent and American Idol. They, um, you want to hear somebody with the story? Because if you don't have good content, then what good mm-hmm. is your show if you don't have a reach, if you don't have people yeah. listening? You're not only pleasing you, you're not only pleasing your growth, you're not only pleasing the artist, but you also need to give them a platform. So yeah. it's tricky, man. You know, get get good artists out there. There's there's plenty of them out there.
2: What I think is great about you and your wife, um, both of you, Chris and Sandy, is you're not afraid of of reinventing yourselves. Like TJ and I, you know, we started with our our TV show and then we branched out to management and then record label and then PR and and he has his production company. So TJ's actually put music videos together and them
3: mm-hmm. on
2: C um, on CMT and and Country Network by promoting them. So, you know, just don't be afraid of changing what your business model is because nobody's mm-hmm. going to judge you for it. It's all about yeah. you and your personal growth and, and getting to know the business and, and how Nashville's going to work for you. So you guys have an amazing background, and I think it's really going to work if, you know, you just open yourself up to any of the possibilities that are out there and, and here. So I think you guys are going to be great.
0: Well, we definitely appreciate and we appreciate oh, we all do. y'all do for artists. And yes, if you we want do. to tell everybody how they can reach out to you,
3: now's yeah, the time. Yeah. Just-
2: Thank you. So if, if anybody wants to uh, reach out to us to be on our show or work with us on our PR or record label, or if you know, they they need a commercial to put together, we have our, our production company as well, NashvilleEntertainmentWeekly.com. That's our website.
1: Our emails are... Nashville Entertainment Weekly at gmail dot com and Jill's email is entertainment
3: Nashville at
1: gmail dot com. Mine is Nashville Entertainment Weekly dot com, and uh, we love to work with people, you know, and, and it's not always a fit. We don't take every single person because we want to make sure that people are working with us are going to be. A, we consider ourselves to be team players, so. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, we 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 definitely and sometimes we shoot them to somebody else and. And we love, we love working with new people, and we love to help them up, especially if they're out of town. That's where we really feel a niche if they, that they can't do the, the right arounds around town. Mm-hmm. Y'all just do your own thing, man. you got a totally different product than we do. And um, if we, we're we here to help y'all, you know, on the radio or off the radio. But uh, we're here to help y'all anyway. I, I think just make it your own thing. You know, Scott Morchetta was one of my first interviews. I, I met his dad and his family and, and horse that for him over the weekend. Wow. and. And uh that's awesome. but his his thing is he wants originality and individuality and he just signed a new artist today and he made a post about it and that's something he told me six years ago or five years ago Oh, wow. and I said, Man, what are you what are you looking for? And
3: and mm-hmm. he's like,
1: you know, on individuality, if they if they sound like Tim McGraw, I've already got a Tim McGraw. I don't need one. I don't need a <laughs> copycat.
3: He's looking sure. for right. somebody
1: totally unique. So make your show you know, take that advice, too, is make your show your show. Mm-hmm. Our show isn't like anybody yeah. else's. We, yeah. we laugh sometimes. People mm-hmm. will try to do an entertainment show, and they'll do some interviews or red carpet, or they'll go do some things at events, and then they, but nobody ever sees their content. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I kind of yeah. laugh at that. But nobody gets, like last night I came in, and I was on the computer for two hours putting together a show to, to render it, which means... Put all together, then had to upload it to the network, which takes another hour. And we had already had segments put together from interviews and performances, and we have a studio and we control the audio and <laughs> the video and the thousand-dollar lights and everything that we have. I mean, but not everybody starts with that. Yeah, I started out in parking lots mm-hmm. asking people outside the road, "Do you want to come outside and tell me, you know, on camera about your song? I already recorded your song, your performance." <laughs> And then people started sharing my stuff, and then I got people wanting to be on the show, so it kind of snowballs. We we work with other people's reach group. But, man, y'all make your own show your own show. I, I see it similar to the same. I think we've different. done that. It, it's definitely needed in Nashville, and it's definitely needed around the country to help these people give them a platform, a, a legitimate platform. Not everybody yeah. that thinks they're going to do this is able to put the work in. I think you two guys being together 17 years in in knowing how to work with each other and getting the job done, that's going to put you way ahead of a lot of people that have been doing it a long time because they're not putting the work in. Well, we definitely appreciate the vote of confidence, you know. Oh,
0: we're we in do. This, this yeah, is means our
3: life.
0: I mean, we do side gigs to keep us afloat while we build our brand. Right. Well,
3: this I mean, is, is our baby. We're putting it everything together. into
1: yeah, I mean, you have children, you have a house, you have a family, you have cars, you have insurance, and some people mm-hmm. want to, you know, why do y'all charge? <laughs>
3: I'm
1: like, well, you know, you can't put, you know, good wishes on a deposit ticket and utility bill. They really don't care.
3: <laughs>
1: a lot of them. That's so I, right. mean, I don't like to make excuses. We don't charge a lot. We charge like, you know, a fraction of what other companies do. And I, and everybody yeah. that works with us says that we easily do mm-hmm. more than they could ever imagine. So y'all, y'all do the same thing. I like what y'all are doing. I hope we get to keep working with y'all, and y'all send us people, and when you find somebody good, and Jill will send you people when we find somebody good, and we'll try to keep doing good contact to keep all the listeners happy.
0: Sounds like a plan to me.
3: Absolutely. with that, I
0: think we've got a wrap here. (laughs) So, um, But we really enjoyed this. Thank Thank you for
2: your time, time.
3: Christmas Andy. We really appreciate it. it. Oh, and thank you for being on our show. We, we we appreciate y'all.
0: And we will talk well, with y'all real us. soon. Right. We got one of y'all artists coming up next Thursday, too.
2: Yes, oh, yes. Excited about that. Amanda Page Cornett.
1: Oh, she's really good. I've known <laughs> her for about eight years.
2: She lives in Nashville now. Oh,
0: wow. Well. Well, and we'll get to know her on our show next Thursday.
2: We're really excited to listen and share. Thank you so much.
0: All right. We appreciate it. And we'll talk with y'all real soon.
2: Okay, great. You guys have a good night. God bless. I'll you be
0: too. too. Thanks. Good night. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed the show today. Went a little longer than we normally go, but you know what? When conversation is going as good as it was, you can't just cut out at 60 minutes. I really hope you enjoyed. Share, share, share this. Let people know about this. Um, TJ and Jill are awesome. Just reach out to them, and we will see you tomorrow on our next
3: show.